to Girl Time Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Huggins, and this is episode 11, The Release of Fear. Thank you so much for joining me. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe down below, and hit the notification bell to get notifications on upcoming episodes. I am nervous, excited, all of the feels about this episode today, and I have my sisters with me, and to my right, this is Rihanna Green. Hey. And to my left, we have Rihanna Thompson. So I got both at the breeze. Yay! Wow. <laughs> How y'all doing today? Good. Good. Tonight. Good. Doing good. Tonight, exactly. Time. This episode today is about the release of our fears, our personal deep fears, um, to the capacity of what we want to share. This is a release of those fears. We're going to talk about what they are, what they, how they have impacted our lives, and also how we're going to get through this. We all know that fear comes in many forms, but personally, what are your deepest fears? Of course, like I hate spiders, right? Like, so that's, I'm, that's shallow, but yes. <laughs> I think for me, probably just not putting something out that's not maybe perfect or what I consider perfect or my best. Um, and I think sort of in alignment with that, other people's perceptions of what I put out. I think I remember hearing a quote years ago that uh, once you release something, an author, an artist, or whatever, um, it's up for the interpretation of others. And I think that's a little scary for me. Like, what if what I meant or what I intended is not the way people perceive it? So that for me um, is probably one of my biggest that's good too, because I'm the type of person to actually consider what everybody thinks about everything that I'm doing because I want different opinions. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. And I can say my deepest fear is success. I am afraid to work on things and I'll prolong um, projects because I know where it's going to be because the Lord showed me the, not the end point, but just the step to where is bigger than when I started. Mm -hmm. And so that scares me because I'm not the type of person to just be out there and just doing things like that of that capacity. So that is my biggest fear. And I think that is why I take breaks on this podcast because the Lord said, you gotta keep going, you gotta keep going. It's okay, today is the day. I'm like, no, Lord, it's tomorrow. Like we talked about. So that is my deepest, deepest fear. And also telling my stories, my personal life stories, and how it will affect other people that I love. And wording in the way of not being a victim, but this is my viewpoint. This is my opinion about this thing. I know they're not going to take it that way because yeah. they see something totally different. So those are my two fears. Yeah, that's good. Um, right off the bat, I think my biggest fear is definitely public speaking. Like that might be shallow, but for sure, that's okay. definitely yeah. like number one, public speaking. I you, hate it. I you like know something? I was, I was doing some research and it said that 75% of people, that is their number one fear. Like, yes, that's the um, number the one fear in the world. Yeah. Public speaking. 75%? 75% of the world. <laughs> like, I don't know what 
it is. I just, mm, I don't like being in front of people. I don't like attention like that. So that's automatic attention. And then get up there and draw blank, like, what's going on? So definitely over two. Or speaking in front of people and then. Yeah, my hands yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that fear that you mentioned, how do you feel like it impacts your life? Because I can say for me was the whole I'm a procrastinator. Big procrastinator. I am too. <laughs> I definitely am. I wait till the last minute to do everything. Um, but I think for me, um it is I mean, yeah, so it causes me to procrastinate because I'm nervous to put things out, right? Like, because I don't know if it's perfect or I don't know how other people perceive it. So um, last year, my favorite quote, like I always, I love quotes. Since I was like a kid, I've always like liked really catchy quotes. And so my quote was, get out of your head and execute. And uh, my cousin has a brand. And that was like uh, one of the uh, things that he put out. And so for me, I've tried to do that, like try to get out of my head and finish the things that I've started. Um, but there was always just that, is it really ready? Is it, you know, it could be better. Um, and so it just holds me back from doing the things that I know I need to execute. For me, it's probably deeper than public speaking. It's just like people in general. I don't know. It's just that connection. People looking at you. Yeah. Like even just conversation with people I don't know. It's like, where is this going? So that has stopped me from reaching out to people or speaking to people or sharing a story that I need to share. So I think that's how it's impacted me. Like you're probably supposed to go out there and talk to these people, but this fear is definitely keeping you right here. Cause it's it's kinda like what am like you said, like what am I supposed to say? Right. But I'm not I'm not afraid to actually approach anybody because I love to meet new people. Yeah. And I love and I know one of the things that um the Lord has put on my heart to do was to be a public speaker. And I'm like, ooh, Jesus. How does it going to work? <laughs> but you're very personable, so I guess that shocked me a little bit. Like, cause, yeah, you're very, like, I mean, when I first met you, it was not hard at all to connect with you. She was like, hey, girl. Right, right. <laughs> Straight up. So I guess Everybody's my sister. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you're super lovey and personable and I don't know, when you do connect with people, it's natural. So I guess that's surprising to hear. You know, I appreciate that. So put a camera in my face. Yeah. And then try to tell me to go talk to somebody. Right. <laughs> Listen, this took a while. So, <laughs> so I appreciate that, though. Has there ever been a time when you felt that you had no control um, over yourself or your circumstances in as far as your fear goes? And how that impact you in that moment? Because I can say for myself, um, being a big procrastinator, the fear of talking about my life, talking about stories that happened in my past, it really, really blocks me from doing what I love doing. And especially, like I said, being in front of a camera. So that moments or the times when it is time for me to start being in front of the camera or being in front of a group of people and having to say an announcement girl i'm shaking (laughs) so (laughs) so has there ever been a time when you felt that you had no control over your circumstances because your fear was bigger okay so i remember this one time it was years ago. 
at my old church. Somebody literally called me out. I didn't even know. This was like, we had a a youth night, something. I don't know. And one of my cousins, whose name I won't speak, <laughs> got up there and was like, so we're going to have such and such share what this meant to them. So I'm like, okay, who's sharing? He called me up there to share. Oh I'm literally God. like, what? <laughs> like, you just going to call me? So I'm literally sitting in my seat like, I ain't just hear my name, so I'm not right. going up there. Right. So he calls me and my brother up there. Well, we go up there. I'm like, you can go ahead and go first because I don't even know. <laughs> like, I ain't supposed to be up here right now. Right. So my brother speaks, and then it's my turn. And I'm literally up there like, yeah, I'm just about to stand here because I don't. I'm still trying to process how he like, thought I, I was going to speak. Right, yeah, right, like, right. who told you that right. I was going to come up here and say something? So I'm literally up, right. 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 I didn't hear the Lord say my name. Like, so I'm just standing up there, literally shook, like. And at that point, I, I ain't got no control over what's happening right now because I'm I'm just stuck. Like, yeah. So I fumbled up some words. I don't even remember what I said, but I was literally shook. Like, wow. You just going to call me up here? And I don't even know what to say. Like, it wasn't a warning. Like, hey, I'm going to call you up at the end of this little youth service thing and tell you. He definitely called me up there, and I definitely was shook. And I definitely felt like I didn't have no control of what was going on. And at the time, I was literally like, wow. That's that's deep. That, that was I will always remember that because that um it did something to me. Like I was not ready for this. Yeah. That's like when Pastor Denise called me up to pray. Ooh, did she pray <laughs> on Sunday morning? Child. Mm. Yeah, yes, because we was praying for the youth uh, community. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't let them call you to tell me you don't know. We don't right. have to <laughs> right, right, right. 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 to 
get to where the Lord is taking me to, mm-hmm. I go against what God say. I doubt, I second guess, I do everything under the sun that I'm not really supposed to do. And sometimes it really draws me away from him. And until I realize in that moment that it draws me away, I really got to pray. And I'm like, God, I just want to be closer to you. And I want to be, I want to do what you tell me to do. I don't want to run from it anymore. So, yes, it definitely draws me away spiritually. I think I have moments of where it draws me away because I know that I'm not doing something. I guess I feel a sense of incompleteness, if that's a word. Sometimes feel incomplete because it's like, I know that. And, 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 and there are things that the Lord has told me that it's like, I know my life would be better. Like the quality of life. I would feel happier. I would have, you know, just even more joy and all these things if I were doing the things that, that I know the Lord has called me to. And then I think I also have moments where it really does bring me to my knees because I know that. So like, it's like, you know, there are things, um, you, one thing you talked about with your fear of, of your family and how they'll respond to some things that maybe the Lord has called you to reveal. And I'm struggling with that same thing um, in the process of uh, working on some, some things, I will, I will say, but it, it will cause some some things to come to light. And so um, in those moments, it really brings me to my knees because it's like, Lord, I need all of the yes. grace yes. that, you know, to cover not only me, but them, you know, how, how am I going to do that? Um, and then if that doesn't happen immediately, will I still feel okay to release it? Like, will I allow that to not hold me back? You know, like once say the work is complete, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, I know it's done. I know it's ready, but it, will I allow what they may think or feel to hold me back? How do I do this in a way that I know um, it won't shame your people? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I have moments of both, of both where I feel more disconnected and then other moments where I'm forced to my knees as a result of the, that awareness, I guess. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I feel you. I think I'm the opposite. I think I draw closer in those times of fear and when it's public speaking or speaking to others and doing whatever in public. Because I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I need Jesus right here next to me. Like, if I'm going to speak in public, I need Jesus right here to hold my hand. If, like, with singing, like, who would ever thought in a million years that I would ever be Who would have ever thought? <laughs> like, that is a very good question. So, Who would have ever thought? His sister was killing. Killing uh, and uh, let us know. What? Y'all found me. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned it. I'm not going to talk about it. Right, right. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but did you <laughs> somebody mentioned it. Like, I can't believe you're, like, how do you get up there and do that? And, like, they know, like, I don't like to do nothing like speaking or nothing. So I'm like, look, if I just close my eyes and think like Jesus is standing right here next to me, like I'll be okay. Like I literally have to picture like Jesus is standing behind me and hands are on my shoulders like, all right, you got this. Like that's literally the only way I can make it through these things. If not, like I'm up here by myself and I don't want that. Like I don't want to be up here talking by myself or singing by myself or anything like that. Like, no, I need Jesus right here. So in those moments, I'm like, all right, Jesus, like, the last Sunday that I led, I literally was like, all right, Jesus, <laughs> me and you, because it ain't just me. I, if it's just me, then hey, it's Hey, let me just work. say, I, I couldn't even dance, okay? No, we left at 
I would have sat down right in there. Y'all got this. <laughs> I didn't do it though, because I, I know you. I know you. I know you. I got you. But yeah, that was definitely awesome. I can't. Mm-mm. I can't do it without you. We talked about facing our fears and in the moments of when we have to do that thing that the Lord is putting on our hearts to do. Um, how do you feel after you accomplish that goal or that mission that the Lord gives to you? Like, how do you feel after that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes, you feel that way, but I mean, accomplished. Yes, like, yay, I did that. Okay, <laughs> okay. but immediately, like small like, victory cheer. I feel accomplished. I feel victorious. I feel happy in the sense of growing mm-hmm. um, and actually stepping outside of myself to do something for somebody else. Yeah. I know in my head I'm having this whole conversation about what's going to happen when I get on that mic and what I'm going to say. But then when I get up there and I freeze and I don't say anything. And then it's just like the moment after like the announcement is done. I would say the announcement is done. Um, I'm like, dang, I should have said. <laughs> but I still feel good about myself because. I did that thing that I never said. Well, I always said I would never do. Exactly. So, still I guess there. I do yeah. feel all that too. Like last Sunday, I felt all that. You should have like, felt all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, definitely accomplished and pr- just proud of myself. And I think I'd be feeling like Jesus is proud of me too. Like, yeah. hey, good job. Like, it's a love. It's like, uh, have you ever played like a video game? And it's like you complete so many rounds, and they'd be like, "Level up!" So yeah. you got oh, to the next yeah. level. Yeah. And that's sort of how I feel. Like, um, it, it just increases my faith. I'll say one thing. Last couple years ago, um, the Lord was really dealing with me just about outreach and going out and praying for people. And every time I got ready to pray for somebody, the, all the nerves came, all of the fear, all of the. It, like say I see somebody sick, especially I'm like, if I pray for them and they don't get healed right now, they don't think not only am I a joke, but you a joke. I don't want to make you look silly. Is this you telling like all these thoughts are going through my head in the moment? And I'm like, if I keep thinking, they're gonna be gone. And I'm like, right. kind of so like after I finish, yeah, it, it definitely. I mean, and then seeing the results too. Oh, it makes you feel so good. Like yes, Lord, you definitely got the victory. And so I think that's. Why I feel like he's proud because in all these things that he's called us to do is to glorify him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and within, and I think there's a sense of um, just leveling, leveling up, us leveling, leveling up. Oh, I can't say leveling up. I can't For real, and it's not to, not a, in a boastful <laughs> place, but to, we should grow in our faith. We yes. should mature in our faith. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think for me, I'd be like, Daddy's proud. Yeah. And it feels good. It feels good to to know that he's proud. Leveling up. <laughs> Listen, I have to say that. That is a But in the process of that and being at different stages of your life, because I mean, we still have growing to do, and mm-hmm. we still have different um, obstacles to face. And now that we got responsibilities and bills and all that other stuff, that was way different than we were teenagers, and everything oh, yeah. came oh, easy. So. 
Growth is necessary. So, did you guys participate in the treasure hunts when we used to do them? Yep. And mm-hmm. the so, how did you feel about knowing that you had to go out and pray for somebody oh. that the Lord revealed to you? Because I ain't no fan of life. But <laughs> I found people, but I was like, y'all gonna pray for them. I got the Lord gave me these signs. Here y'all go, and y'all can go pray for them. That's that's when how you that say works. you never found anybody. <clears throat> I like never tried none to find of the hints was on your like what you heard or you didn't hear nothing. No, I heard, but I didn't try to find them. <laughs> you didn't try to find them. No, and I feel bad about that. Oh my God. But I didn't like when we would go, sometimes like we had people that other people found. But at mm-hmm. that time I was just very timid and I didn't want to actually approach anybody and pray for them because I I, I mean I still kind of feel this way too, but I don't feel like my prayer life is that strong to where it will actually break chains, you know, change somebody spiritually or at least have them feel like they can go out and they feel different about their circumstances and stuff like that. So at that time, now we do it now, I'm finding everybody. But at that time, it was, um, I got a paper. I got my paper full, but I ain't bad enough of these people. I think it's loosely the office that I believe that God has called me to evangelism. So for me, it was sort of like I felt in those moments, even though I was happier, nerve. Well, I would say more nerves than anything. I do still feel like that was sort of like my element. So for me, it was I was more excited than anything. Like even in the nervousness, I'm like, but I want to do this because I want to see that. Um, I guess just to encourage you guys in regards to feeling like that. I was reading a book about prophetic evangelism. And it was encouraging because she talked about God wants to bless his people. Right. So when you step out on faith, it's not so much what you are doing, but what he's doing. And so for me, that was always my encouragement. Like, God, this ain't right now. You got to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, no matter what little prayer, even if I just say in Jesus name, you know what I mean? You, I, I, I have to trust you to do the work. And it's almost like positioning him. Like, Hey, it's on you. And not in a, not in a, prideful way but just like because at the end of the day that's who's doing it anyway you know we just the vessels um so that i think that always was my strength in those moments to be like lord you know you gotta do this uh, and so reading that in that book really helped me. is there any advice that you would give to anyone because we talked about how we kind of overcame those fears um is there any advice that you would give to somebody that is just going through a similar situation as you, I would say never give up. That has been, those three words has spoke so much to my life over the course of 10 years because graduating from Ball State was a fear that I had also um, about not graduating, but I ended up graduating. Um, But never give up. Always fight for what you believe in. If you slip, if you backslide, pick up the pieces and keep moving forward. My advice would just be keep your eyes on Jesus. That's, I mean, you don't got nothing else. Just keep your eyes on Jesus. That's all I got to do. Every time I think I'm about to go speak to somebody or lead a song or whatever or dance, like. So you still feel that way when you dance? Every Sunday I dance. Really? Yes. Hmm. Every Sunday. And I don't think it's like. 
I don't mind dancing in front of people. I don't know what it is because I'm not nervous to dance in front of people. So I don't know what that anxiety is. But my advice, you know what? Another quote. Oh my God. So I love like, quotes coming away. Which is never look into the future with eyes of fear. That is my favorite <laughs> quote. Listen, uh, when I was a junior in high school, our English teacher every day we had a quote. And we had to write what the quote meant to us. Um, and that quote literally for 15 years now has stuck with me. I say it to all my friends. But literally just that because it's the, you know, even as believers, um, we learn, right? So man think it, so is he. And so if you expect the worst to happen, nine times out of ten, that is what's going to happen. And um and so that, I mean, I know this whole thing is about fear and I have fears and, you know, and we've sort of been transparent about what that's looked like. But if you can, you know, try to look into the future with great expectation with um, with what the best could be instead of what the worst could be. I think, too, as black women, sometimes we are almost set up to expect the worst. Yes. Um And I say that sort of sort of loosely, but I, I can say in my own personal experience, it's like you got to prepare for it. The worst that could happen and so i think breaking that mentality is tough but if you can work at that to look into the future with hope right now as you can see we have these cue cards in front of us this is an activity that you guys can join in and do with us but basically what we would do is we we are saying enough is enough we're living in fear and we are facing different fears every single day and in order for us to get over or get through those um moments we are activating the release yeah. of fear so what we're gonna do um and we're gonna write maybe you have two maybe you have three i know i probably got a whole bunch so i'm a i'm a i'm trying not to fill them up but if you can write your biggest fear on like if you have, like, say, my success and whatever and whatever. Um, but we're going to write, all righty, y'all faster writers than me. Fear <laughs> of going above and beyond of what I'm used to doing. And you guys are my accountability partners. So basically, it's just public speaking, sharing stories, conversing with strangers or anything regarding speaking and anxiety. Exactly. Yes. Amen. Come on, rip it up. <laughs> Fear of imperfection and premature release of things. Love it. Yes. Fear of sharing stories that will have a negative outcome in my life. This treasure box, this beautiful treasure box. We are blocking this, and we are saying that we are not living in fear any longer. Even the fears that we did not mention today, um, but we are locking this and throwing it in the middle of the ocean. We're not even by an ocean. We gonna find the ocean. That's okay. I'm gonna go straight to Chicago and drop it in Lake Michigan. So that's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be, but it's um all fun and games, but um, it's very serious yeah. because um I know for myself I battle with depression and anxiety, 
That's also in here. I ain't write it on the card, but that's in there too. You guys have anything else to say? No, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Knocking down one some of your fears with this. This is really good. Yeah. Yes. I really appreciate it. And I really yes. I really, really appreciate you guys being here. It gets so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, but I really, really love and appreciate you guys for being here. Thank you so much. I almost said no because of public speaking. See, look, fear. Yeah. Overcomer. Yes. Shut your mouth, devil. <laughs> So I really, really cannot wait to see where the Lord is taking us yeah. individually in the plans that he has for our lives. I can't wait to see it manifest. And for you guys, comment. Let us know what you think. What are your deepest fears and how have you overcome? We'd love to hear what you guys um, say. Like and subscribe. <laughs> With our life stories and telling those stories, it is our job to uplift other people in a way of giving them courage, hope, motivation, and strengthen them to keep going. So if you or someone you know would like to join in the conversations, click on the link in the description box. The form is to help us get to know you. Thank you so much for watching and be sure to catch Girl Time Podcast on YouTube and the Anchor app every Thursday. Until next time. I get it.